Real Cuff Radio is about to begin. Everybody loves a hero. I believe there's a hero in all of us. Welcome to Real Cup Radio, and I'm excited because tonight, if you're a grandparent or a parent or a child, you're going to love this show because, well, first of all, my favorite character from VeggieTales is Larry Boy, and that's who we've got on. We have on the voice of Larry Boy, <laughs> and his name is Mike. Naraki, yes. Yeah, Naraki. that's right. I always tell people... I always tell people it's Rocky with a nuh, so it's just <laughs> no Rocky. But uh, actually, Larry, Larry has a message for you. Hold on a second. Hey, Todd, you are that hero. <laughs> Thank you, Larry boy. That's, that's always yeah, been one of my favorite, too, is, is your, <laughs> the hero, uh, you know, that he plays. And anyway, and even, <laughs> even my wife ordered a whole bunch of VeggieTales for our granddaughter now, so... Even our granddaughter will be watching VeggieTales. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love that. I love to hear stories, you know, you know, 25 years ago is when we put out our first uh, video. But knowing now that it's gone to, you know, two and three generations now is just, you know, that, that is just so amazing. And, um, you know, it's such, a, such an, a, a cool thing to hear. So thank you so much for that. Well, I have to mention your book, The Dead Sea Squirrels, which is, is a uh, – what age were you shooting for when you wrote that? Well, I'm going for the age just above sort of what we had targeted with VeggieTales, which is, you know, more or less a preschool show. So this, I'd love the squirrels, uh, kids like in, you know, first grade through fifth grade, sort of those elementary school years, um, you know, that, that's sort of the, the, the area that I'm targeting with these books. Well, now I have to say my 11-year-old daughter read it, loved the book, and then came and says, where's the rest of them? <laughs> That's I've only exactly got the, the right one. question. But I, but oh, you I only have, it looks like you're going to have six coming out. Yeah, right? yeah. So the, fir- the first two are out. And um, the book number one is more of a setup into kind of the, the, the flow of all the other books. But the, the story is continuous through all of them. But, um, yeah, you, you definitely want to read. If, if you get one, you want to get two as well to kind of, you know, sort of, you know, get the, get the full picture of what the series is going to be. So I'll, I'll have to send your granddaughter book two as well. Okay. It's actually my daughter. <laughs> oh, your daughter. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <But laughs> You're talking about your grandkids. She, uh, yeah, no, my daughter just loves to to read, and uh, well, we come from a missionary background, so um, yeah. we have a 27 year old, a 20, 21, I think it is, a, a 15, uh-huh. and now she's 12. So we've got a wow. wide range, and then we got That's... a granddaughter from the 27 year old. So from the 27 year old, oh, okay, all right. Wow, that is so cool. That is that is a really wide range. That's so cool. Yeah, we only we have two kids. They're twenty one and eighteen. So um, <laughs> a little a little bit less of a range there. So that that's wonderful. Yeah, and my I remember my kids at that age, that grade school age, also just absolutely loved to read, and um, you know that's that served them well uh, in in their lives. So um, that that's awesome. Now they must have just loved it that you were Larry Boy when they were growing up. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, it was funny because when they were really young, they they really couldn't differentiate 
uh, dad from Larry the Cucumber. I could actually um, talk to them as Larry. Uh, if I held up like a little Larry plush doll, you know, they'd talk to Larry, <laughs> not realizing it was dad. Or I'd hide behind a door and, and talk like Larry and then sneak out another door and, you know, ask my daughter who she was talking to and it'd be Larry that she'd be talking to behind the door. So, um, but that was neat. And then, you know, uh, but they did, you know, once they got older, uh, they really enjoyed it. And, and, uh, you know, I'd bounce ideas off of them for silly songs that I had, or, you know, kind of use them as inspiration. And of course they used it as a street cred, uh, for their friends at school. <laughs> hey, guess what? Guess who my dad is? <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, now my wife had mentioned before, so I'm going to bring it up. You were in the medical field and then you completely changed and went a different direction and got into uh, doing new ideas and, and um, the veggie tales. Yeah, yeah. You know, I started off in that direction, um, and I'd, I'd love to share kind of the, the full story with you. Um, but, Go for um, it. All right, awesome. So um, I went forward at a youth convention when I was in high school and dedicated my vocation to ministry. I grew up in a denomination known as the Christian and Missionary Alliance. And so, um, you know, as the name implies, there's a, a, a real emphasis, and you all mentioned that you were, you were uh, from a missionary family, uh, and in that denomination as well, there's a, a big emphasis in missions. And so we'd have missionaries come in to, uh, you know, join our, our uh you know, congregation and, and share their stories. And, and that had a big impact on me. And, um, and so I dedicated my, my um, vocation to ministry. I didn't know exactly what that meant for me. I didn't feel like God was calling me to become um, a pastor per se, but I really felt like, you know, he, he wanted me to do something for him uh, with my life. And I looked at the models that I had in my life at that point, And my mom uh, was a nurse uh, my dad was an engineer, um, you know, career Air Force man, engineer. Uh, my older brother was uh, a chemistry major at the time. And um, I decided that, well, maybe, you know, God is calling me to be a missionary doctor. I sort of put all those pieces together and all those models in my life together. And so, um, so my plan was to go to my denomination's Bible college for a couple of years, get some Bible classes out of the way. It was a small college. They didn't have a pre-med program. And so I thought, well, I would go there first, uh, get some Bible classes uh, and some other electives out of the way, and then transfer to a college after a year or two uh, you know, to continue with that. And it was at that college uh, on a student ministry that I met Phil Vischer, both Phil and I, Phil is Bob the Tomato, <laughs> would, would become known as Bob the Tomato. Uh, Phil and I met uh, on, uh, you know, a tryout of what was a, a puppet ministry. We both had grown up, you know, he had grown up in the Chicago area. I had grown up in the Denver area and we were both huge Jim Henson Muppets fans. And, um, you know, we had done puppet puppetry, you know, kind of independently. And then just when we got to the college, we started writing and performing, uh, together and really had a great cre creative chemistry and loved it. Um, Phil actually wanted to go into, uh, the, uh, the Phil wanted to be a filmmaker. And of course I was on my way to being a missionary doctor. Um, and so, but both of the, the, and they didn't have the school had very limited resources for us as far as those fields of study go. So we thought, well, what we'll do is, uh, you know, we'll, we'll move out to California together. We, we roommates out there, you do film, I'll do, uh, you know, pre-med and then we'll go from there. And so, um, am I, am I still with you all? Yes. 
Okay, great. Just don't, I don't want to ramble too much, but uh, start telling the long version of the short story. But, um, and so we, uh, we, that, that, that was the plan. And so, but Phil ended up landing a job in Chicago. He had done an internship, ended up landing a job. Um, and I moved back home for a semester and, uh, it was, it was a really tough point in my life because my parents actually were going through a divorce at that time. And, um, it was really a messy situation at home. And, and I really felt like, wow, I really need to, um, I need, I need to, you know, get out of here as soon as I can. And so, uh, you know, Phil, Phil had landed this internship and then they offered him a job and he called me up one day and he said, you know, sorry, I can't go out to California with you because, uh, you know, I'm taking this job. It's in the industry that I want to be in. So I don't, you know, I, I'm going to stay here. And so um, I just thought, well, you know, there's there's as many places to do, you know, pre-med in Chicago as there are in Southern California. So I just I packed up everything that I owned in my, you know, 1980 red Ford Fiesta and then drove drove out to Chicago and, uh, you know, started working to get residency and ended up enrolling at the University of Illinois in Chicago uh, and and did pre-med there. And uh, while I was in school, um, you know, I landed a job at the place that Phil was working. And then we started doing kind of experimental video of, you know, uh, of, you know, different using different technology that was becoming available at that time. And this was in the really early days of, of production and, um, you know, uh, uh, nonlinear editing, uh, which is computer based editing was just starting to emerge. Uh, and so were, you know, some of the cheaper cameras and um, compositing software. And so we started to experiment with all of these things, making short films and just having fun, kind of what we did, doing what we did with our puppets, but now, you know, using, you know, the new technology. And, uh, and eventually computer animation started to emerge. Um, and, you know, uh, eventually, you know, we thought, wow, what, what, what could we do with this new animation with simple characters to be able to tell, you know, the types of stories we told, you know, with puppets, um, you know, back in college. And so, you know, that, those were the very early uh, ideas behind uh, VeggieTales. And um, so it turned out that uh, while we were developing that, I, I finished my pre-med and I had enrolled, I had applied with the Peace Corps. So I had gotten accepted and um, got a letter of acceptance. I was going to go after the summer, I was going to go to uh, Africa to language school. I was going to learn French and then teach biology in Africa for two years and then go to, uh, you know, go to medical school after that. Well, that, that very, the very same month that my uh, letter came in from Peace Corps, uh, I, uh, Phil, Phil and I had been working on the idea for VeggieTales. He had been out trying to raise funds for the show. Uh, the very same month that I got that Peace Corps acceptance letter, we got funding for our very first episode of VeggieTales. And so at that point, you know, it was a really big decision point in my life, you know, pointing, you know, it's like the, I always kind of think of it and picture it as the, the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz with one hand pointing left and one hand pointing right. And I knew that the decision that I made at that point would really uh, impact and influence the rest of my life. And so I, I prayed about it and just sought advice from the people who knew me best um, about what I should do and uh, and then made the decision that, yeah, maybe, maybe you know, God is directing my path in a different way. These All these gifts and, and talents that he's given me that I never assumed I could use for ministry, he's now giving me that opportunity. And so um, at that point, I decided to stay back and work on that first episode of VeggieTales. And, um, you know, that was uh, the Chris, Christmas of 93. 
and um, you know have not have not looked back since then. So so I never you know I I, I completed a, a round of study in pre med, uh, but never never fully went into uh, medical school. So well, that's, you know, that's the short short long answer. <laughs> well, your story gives hope because first of all, my wife always says, well, if you can do it, somebody else can do it. You know, yeah. but I also yeah. see too. You wouldn't believe how many. Uh, nurses and interns, you know, come in and they know they're not supposed to be in the medical field, yet they're doing it because their parents wanted them to do it. And they've got all these gifts that God has given them. And they always feel like they're supposed to be doing something else, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in the medical field for 30 years, but on the, you know, I just a month ago started filming a comedy show to release in December. So, you know, if you feel like God's telling you it's time to do something different, do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I've told my story uh, before in, in the context of Esther and that idea that, you know, you, you think your life is heading one direction and then God shows up and says, hey, I want to use you for, for something else. Um, and then just being willing and open, open to, that, to that idea that, you know, you know, for such a time as this, you know, this is, this is what God, God wants me to do. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's, you know, and again, in the scripture, it tells us, you know, uh, you know, we, we can make our plans, but the Lord directs our path. And so just being willing and open to, you know, uh, making, making that decision, going in a direction, but just always continue to be open to, well, how, how is God going to use me and, and, and which path, you know, should I take to, to best serve him? You know, it's funny you say that about Esther, because you know, you did that VeggieTale episode with Esther. And yeah. you find yourself sometimes when you're in a Bible study or, or talking about something, and you start quoting the VeggieTale characters instead <laughs> of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we're getting the scriptural references correct. <laughs> <in our head. laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because at that moment, you know, when when I was doing uh, Esther, when I was writing and directing Esther, um, and that was about, that was probably a good seven or eight years after I had made that decision, um, you know, to 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 redirect and go to VeggieTales or do VeggieTales instead of going on to med school, and um, and that was a real confirmation for me in in you know preparing for that show that okay yeah this is you know I, I really feel like you know, this is, this is the path that God had for me. And, and I followed that path. And, you know, I, I and I think like, you know, anything else in the Bible, when people do things that maybe, you know, they take a different path than the best path that God intended, he can still use them. Um, and certainly I feel like, you know, if I would have continued on that way, he could have used me in the direction that I would have gone. But I think, you know, being obedient to God and his call and, and the timing that he calls you, um, you know, is, is, is the best, <laughs> is, 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 you know, the, the, the best use of your gifts and abilities. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know, Julie, you wanted to say a couple things. Yeah. Uh, as a parent, we're always looking for good quality, you know, cartoons, animations, all that stuff to use it as a vehicle to teach our, our children or our grandchildren. And I was excited. I read that you are, uh, is it true that you are joining back up with Phil? on uh and tvn with VeggieTales. yeah yeah so the 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 intellectual property of VeggieTales is now owned by universal um studios and uh tvn has licensed you know licensed uh 18 uh new shows 
uh, to, to produce. And so uh, Phil and I were really excited about that. They gave us a call and asked us if we, you know, would, would come back on board and, and do writing and voices for that show. Um, and of course we said yes. And uh, we've been doing that for the past um, number of months, really since the beginning of this year. And we have a, the first episode of those is coming out, uh, uh, I think in October or November of this year, oh, it'll be a Christmas yeah. episode. Yeah. Fo- followed by all that's the episodes. Great. So that's, that's been wonderful. It's been exciting to do that. So, Hey, I have to say, um, we have Glory Star, which is a satellite that's all Christian networks. Uh-huh. And one of the things I've always said was the cartoon for kids is pretty... Uh, um, they need help. They, they, could, yeah. they could improve. <laughs> they could improve. Yes, yeah. there's, one of them, yeah. there's one of them I really like. And uh, it's called. It's on a network. L L B N. What's the name of that one, hun? Well, basically, they're uh, little stories uh, and characters reenacting out the Bible and in Israel and so forth. I like that one, but most of them I, I really don't like. So that's exciting that y'all oh, you, are you, coming you, up with oh, new. Oh well, thank you. I didn't know if you. I, I just. I was thinking. Were you thinking of Superbook? Is, is that the name of that? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That they, they do a good job with that. I've got friends who work over there at CBN uh, does the production of those. So. Oh, they're fantastic. But, uh, yeah, the those are really ones, high no, quality. The other one is the Seventh Day Adventist uh, uh, Network. Do you know which one I'm uh-huh. talking about? I like Superbook too. I like all the uh, Adventures and Odyssey, all that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. But the, but yeah. the other one, I know the the director is. Uh, Richard, honey, remember the guy we always think it's Richard Rush, but it's... I don't remember. <laughs> I well, might remember the book. The... <laughs> is it Richard Rich? I think it's Richard Rich. That's the director. Speaking, speaking of books, let's talk about your book now. <laughs> okay. So, of course, we only read book one, which really didn't get into a lot, you know, because uh, it was basically just kind of building up to let you know what's going on and stuff, but... Uh, I told my wife that when you first started going, I lived in a town called Walnut Creek, which is not far. Did from you really? San, yeah, it's not far from San Francisco. Uh, and yeah. the first part of your story where you're talking about getting lost in the cave, well, we didn't get lost in the cave. We got lost under the BART station. Uh, there's tunnels uh, down there. And we had snuck okay. in these tunnels. Well, we oh left a little trail to get back out. Well, one of the kids <laughs> realized he was late going home. So he took off. Oh, okay. Well, later yeah. that night, we get a phone call. The kid never came home. You know, we oh, followed the trails, went back home, yeah. and he was down there crying somewhere. And uh-huh. uh, so they, I'm thinking, do I know this guy? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. What a, what a cool coincidence. Yeah, you know, um, it's funny because Walnut Creek, uh, so the, the stories are based off of my actually my real-life son, Michael, when he was that age, and his best buddy, Justin. Uh, and Walnut Creek is a combination of the two schools that he went to. He went to a school called Walnut Grove and then another elementary school called Perry Creek. And so I sort of, you know, put those put those two school names together to come up with their town name. <laughs> so that's hilarious though, that you had that similar uh, circumstance. So uh, obviously then your your son in- inspired you to to write these or to come up with these characters. Yeah, so um, really uh, kind of the, the the first idea I got for this show was a number of years ago, and um, 
uh, one of the things that we, we always struggled to do with VeggieTales uh, because our characters were all vegetables uh, is, to, is to tell uh, New Testament stories uh, really authentically uh, with, where, where Jesus was one of the characters. Uh, one of the things that we, we felt um, that we didn't want to do with VeggieTales is portray Jesus as a vegetable uh, just because we felt like that would be going over the line. The idea with Ve- VeggieTales is that we have this ensemble cast of characters and they're putting on Bible stories, you know, like they, like you would in a Sunday school class. Um, but we felt like it would be a little bit too irreverent to show Jesus as a vegetable. And so I wanted to come up with a show concept that um, would allow us to tell New Testament stories. And so I came up with this kind of this concept where we'd have these two characters who were from Bible times, somehow got, got um, you know, suspended in time, you know, for a couple thousand years, and then, you know, came back to life uh, in the modern era. And so that was the initial uh, idea for Dead Sea Squirrels. And I initially, I had thought of it first as an animated series. Um, But then over the years, I decided, well, you know, it would really be kind of cool to develop this as an early reader series of of books and just have it be kind of a a sequential series of stories where, you know, Michael and his buddy Justin discover these two squirrels in a cave by the Dead Sea and, you know, sneak them back home to Tennessee, which is where they live, and they uh, get rained on, rehydrated and desalinated, uh, and then come back to life. And, um, you know, they lived at the time of Christ and, you know, heard the Sermon on the Mount firsthand and, you know, were kind of eyewitnesses to uh, Jesus's ministry and the, uh, and the uh, uh, apostles' ministry in the early church, um, and then bring, be able to kind of retell those stories in the context of the modern day. And so, so that's what happens. So we have this that, you know, these squirrels, you know, are basically uh, become friends and buddies with Michael and uh, they're, uh, they're 2000 years old. So they're, they're, they're old kind of grand, grandparently squirrels. Uh, but, you know, they're just a, you know, fun, fun, fun way to, to retell Bible stories in a modern setting. So that's sort of the, the big idea behind, behind the, the concept. And eventually it'll probably be video too, correct? Yeah, I, you know, in fact, I have, I've been developing it as an animated series and writing the screenplays for that, and I'd love to see them come to life uh, in animation one day as well. That, that'll be really neat. You know, like, like my wife said, we do need more, more things out there for the kids because most kids, their parents don't even take them to church anymore. You know, so somewhere yeah, yeah. The, the Word yeah. of God's got to come in. Yeah, you know, and I, and and you know, I, I when I first started, you know, I begin telling my story about, you know, going into the mission field. You know, I I still feel like you know that's that's what I'm doing, and I think the the media and story is such a powerful mission field for Christians, um, particularly in our culture where we get so much of our um, our worldview and and our formation of what we think, and particularly kids, you know, from from TV, from movies. Um, and so being able to tell stories to kids that remind them that there's a God who made them, who loves them, who wants a relationship with them, uh, is, is a super important thing to do missionally. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've, you know, felt that, that, that's what I felt called to do all these years. Well, laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> yeah. And if you can do it, if you can do it in a way that's entertaining, that's engaging and funny, you know, I think it helps, really helps kids identify with the characters. And if they love the characters, they care about what the characters have to say. Um, and so I think that's, that's all part of the power of, of story and how it can reach, reach kids. 
Well, and one of the great things about Veggie Tales was that you know the values that you taught, and uh, I, I even remember a kid one day. I heard him somewhere, and he was he was singing that song. I'm you know not afraid or whatever you know that the the little uh, asparagus thing. Yeah, God uh, is bigger. God than is bigger. Man. Yeah, that's what he was singing <laughs> yeah. that song. I thought, well, you know, I mean, there it is. It's 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 helping someone right there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was speaking at a college not too long ago. And afterwards, one of the students came up to me and he said, hey, I just want to let you know, um, uh, I first watched VeggieTales when I was, you know, I think he said like five or six years old and, or, or maybe a little bit older. But he said, um, I, was, I was shocked to hear the, uh, the name of God in a cartoon. He said, I had never heard that before, and I didn't know you were allowed to do that, <laughs> you know, and the idea, you know, being that his parents brought him to church, you know, he, he was growing up in church, but yet when he watched TV, he had, the, God was completely absent from all the media that he was able to consume, and so to, to you know, to have characters that kids really engage with who support, you know, the, the, the notion that a, a loving God, uh, you know, is, is there and, 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 you know, is reaching out to us is, uh, you know, that, that was really powerful in his life. So, um, you know, I, 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 I just love hearing that. Well, I wasn't raised in the church, but I don't remember why, but some lady drug me to this church to have me come be on her puppeteer thing when I was a kid. <laughs> All right. You know? So I, oh, I, man. I guess that was their way to get you in, get you in there. Oh no, no, we got you. You'll be great at this. You got to come do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I got. That's in fact, and that's exactly how I got roped into puppeteering uh, early on. You know, it's uh, you know, lady said, hey, we need we need help in the kids department. Come on in. You know, you'll you'll love doing this. And uh, and I did. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it was the same lady. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. I wanted to cross the line real quick before we uh, just stick with the Christian, but my thought was Butch and Julie Hartman, who are coming up with a family-friendly animation and so forth. You might want to pass pass him the information for when that comes out and uh, the new the new Veggie Tale cartoons and so forth for that broadcast. Yeah, Butch Hartman is the one that did very odd. Parents and yes. Johnny, yeah. Johnny. Well, they're starting their own network next year. It's going to be called Oaxis. And it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll say something oh. to them because I I talked to them in July. Um, yes. I have a meeting set up with them. So uh, we oh, did yeah. an interview with them. Very interesting people. You you would really like them. Yeah, you know I don't know Butch personally, but I have friends who know him well and. Um, you know, I would love to. Uh, I'd love to talk to him. That'd, that'd be great. Well, we don't want to take too much of your time. So, is there anything that you really want to share with us? Uh, well, you know, I, again, I'm you know really excited about Dead Sea Squirrels. Uh, you know, I think um, you know, so happy to hear that your your daughter liked the first book. Um, and you know, if, I've done done six books uh, so far. First two have already released. Next two release in the fall, and then five and six uh, next spring, but um, each one contains a really, uh, at the heart of each book is, is a biblical value. The first value is about obeying your parents. Uh, the second uh, book deals with treating others the way you want to be treated, um, but each one contains a, you know, a, a New Testament story, so it's a great way to share 
uh, biblical truths with with kids, uh, Bible stories with kids, all in the in the context of a of a modern setting um, that kids can really relate to. So um, yeah, just really encourage your listeners to to check out the Dead Sea Squirrels. All right, we'll do it. And if you don't have anything else to say, Julie. Um, I just want to say blessings in all you do, and thank you for putting forth the effort and bringing out some more good stuff. Blessings, Oh, Julie, thank you. Thank you so much. And, Todd, uh, thank you also. I really appreciate you all having me on your program. I I think Larry Boy better say goodbye, too. (laughs) And always remember, God made you special, and he loves you very much. Goodbye. Hey, thanks, Mike, for coming on. We appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, you bet, guys. God bless. That's a wrap. Y'all have a great day. 